More from the Media First blog. Up until recently, most of us had given little thought to the TV show this morning before. After all, it's on when we're working. But it's been hard to escape during the past few weeks. Philip Schofield's admission that he had lied to bosses about an, quote, unwise but not illegal, end quotes, relationship with a younger colleague moved from story to tabloid gossip to widespread coverage. Since then, his co-presenter Holly Willoughby has said it was very hurtful and that he had lied about the relationship. Former presenter Eamon Holmes has accused ITV of a total cover-up. And the show's former doctor, Raj Singh, has also said what he calls a toxic culture existed on the daytime programme. He added, I don't know the truth about what's going on with Philip, but I do know that the issues with This Morning go far beyond him. Emily Maddick, the programme's former head of news, has written about what she calls a culture of intimidation that prevented her from being able to do the role. Perhaps unsurprisingly, some advertisers have been spooked. Car dealership Arnold Clark has confirmed it will not be renewing its sponsorship. And We Buy Any Car has dropped Philip Schofield from its YouTube adverts. And ITV bosses are even set to be probed by MPs about the crisis today. Although you might question whether our politicians have more pressing issues to debate. In summary, it has all the crucial ingredients of a crisis media management incident. So is there anything we can learn from it? First of all, what makes a story? Well, one of the fascinating things about this crisis is why it gains so much coverage. Should a daytime TV show dominate the front pages days on end and generate rolling coverage? I've had several messages from friends asking why it is a story. Or as one friend put it, any idea why journalists think we're obsessed with the daytime TV presenters and if his colleagues like him? There is an argument, of course, that with government taking its own COVID inquiry to court, the ongoing cost of living crisis and the war in Ukraine, there's plenty else going on. But the saga encircling Schofield and This Morning includes many elements of the TRUTH acronym we used during our media training and crisis communication courses to help delegates understand what makes something newsworthy. So when we take the TRUTH acronym, the first T is topical. Schofield, Willoughby and This Morning have been in the spotlight for some time. They had not recovered from the claims they had jumped the queue to pay their respects to the Queen last September. Additionally, workplace culture has become an increasingly hot topic, particularly post-pandemic. So the next letter in the TRUTH acronym is R, and it stands for relevance. Schofield is a household name. Many of us grew up watching him present children's programmes, and he hosted many other high-profile TV shows. This Morning is a long-running programme, having first aired in 1988. Next from the TRUTH acronym is U for unusual. The story takes us behind the scenes of the secretive world of TV. It takes us behind the on-screen smiles to a world of feuds and apparent axes to grind. Next is T for Trouble. The story is laced with trouble. There are allegations surrounding Schofield and the claims of what's been called a toxic culture at the programme. There is the disintegration of the relationship between Schofield and Willoughby, a duo that worked together for 13 years. And celebrities lining up to share their unflattering views about the host and the programme. And finally, in the TRUTH acronym, we have H for human. People, 
love stories about other people. And this is a story with a strong human element to it. It may sound grim, but falls from grace have always fascinated and grabbed attention. So let's look at the narrative then. This is a story that has rumbled on and on. Reports of a rift between Schofield and Willoughby were first reported in early May, and the coverage has continued almost unabated since, with little control from ITV. Instead, so-called insiders, and those with an axe to grind, are leading the coverage and giving it fresh, unhelpful impetus. During our crisis communication training, we stress the importance of organisations being the source of the information and updates. During our crisis communication training, we stress the importance of organisations being the source of information and updates. If they don't provide timely information, the media will go elsewhere. And there has been no shortage of people willing to give their thoughts and insights, placing the channel increasingly on the back foot reacting to the latest twists and accusations rather than controlling the narrative. So let's have a look at the facts. Another reason the story is rumbled on is there appears to have been a continued drip feed of facts. When Schofield initially stood down, it was because that this morning had been seen to become the story. The affair with a younger colleague was admitted six days later, together with an apology for misleading the Daily Mail. It may feel painful, but during a crisis, it's better to deliver all the facts rather than hoping some can be covered up. Honesty is crucial in crisis management. Perceived cover-ups make crises worse. So let's have a look at the external review. It may have come a little late, but ITV announcing last week that it was instigating an external review to what it says establish the facts was a good crisis communication move. Headed by Jane McCarthy KC, it helps show the channel is taking action, which is crucial in crisis media management, and taking the situation seriously. It is also a helpful line for spokespeople to use when responding to difficult journalist questions. When the This Morning editor Martin Frizzell faced a doorstep interview on Saturday and was asked if he should have been more curious about Schofield's relationship with his younger colleague, he said... There are a lot of questions to answer, but there is a KC appointed for an external review and anything we say now may be prejudicial. So let's turn to those interviews. We spoke earlier about trying to control the narrative. After previously replying on statements, Schofield gave interviews last week to The Sun and BBC to take some control over the story. Speaking to Amal Rajan on the BBC, Schofield looked stressed and distressed and you would question whether he was in the right frame of mind for such an interview. Clutching a vape throughout was a weird distraction, and lack of eye contact was not a good look. He admitted he did something very wrong, and apologised to his former lover. But some of the answers, such as, I have lost everything, could be seen as appearing to present him as the victim. Crisis spokespeople need to be calm and composed, had he spoken earlier, perhaps when he was in a better frame of mind, he may have delivered a better performance and exerted more control over the story. Now, as is often the case during a crisis, senior ITV figures have found journalists on their doorstep. No one likes doorstep interviews, and they can be tricky to handle. We highlighted earlier how This Morning Editor handled one reasonably well on Saturday. Unfortunately, he produced an example of how not to handle it on the 5th of June. Asked by Sky News about allegations of a toxic work culture, he replied... Too was toxic. I've always found toxic. 
is aubergine. Do you like aubergine? Do you? Is there a toxic work environment? But do you like aubergine? Because I don't like aubergine. It's just a personal thing. Is there a toxic work environment at this morning? Is that the response of a leader taking the allegations seriously? John Nicholson MP, a member of the Culture, Media and Sport Committee, didn't think so. He tweeted, this is a deeply inappropriate and disrespectful way to respond to questions about safeguarding vulnerable staff and bullying in the workplace at ITV. So finally, let's have a look at the issues surrounding bad reputation. One of the issues for Schofield, Willoughby and This Morning is they were already well acquainted with controversy before the latest crisis. It wasn't that long ago their reputations took a hit after they were accused of jumping the queue of people lined up to pay their respects to the Queen when her body lay in Westminster Hall. The presenters found themselves facing furious headlines, petitions calling for them to be fired and at the centre of countless social media jokes. The duo said they were working, but Qgate was a bad look and trust had not been restored in either the presenters or the programme. And it meant the element of trouble that can make something newsworthy was lurking in the background before the latest scandal broke. When organisations have been in crisis media mode, the focus eventually needs to shift to rebuilding trust. This is often an overlooked part of crisis communication, but is something we explored during the masterclass for members of our Media Team Academy our learning and development program for comms professionals. You can read more about that session in a link to the typed version of this blog. Schofield has said his TV career is over, but can this morning emerge from the crisis? Willoughby spoke of a new chapter when she opened the program on Monday. Viewing figures and advertisers will ultimately determine its fate. Read and hear more from our blog at mediafirst.co.uk Media First, specialists in communication training.